Hello, boys, girls, and NBs, and welcome back to the judgiest couch on the internet. My name's Josh. My name is Rick. And my name is Christian. And we are the, the Judges, joined by another magnificent guest. Guys, we need to stop getting good guests on. They're showing us up. And they're making us look bad. Making us look terrible. But of course, <laughs> I've written a poem. In this case, I've written a limerick to introduce them. Ooh. <clears throat> For a timely look at the news, the pocket report you should choose. Though the look is subpar, they've got a brilliant writer that has amassed millions of views. It's Gina DiVittorio. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Hello. Thank you for that limerick. <laughs> First limerick uh, that we've gotten for a guest. Okay, I don't want to embarrass really? myself off the bat, but what's a limerick? What's the difference? <laughs> A-A-B-B-A rhyme scheme. I knew that. I was just testing you, actually. <laughs> Wait, no. A-A-B-B-C? I don't know. Whatever I did. Uh, <laughs> did you learn that in sixth grade, Miss English class? Apparently, I didn't learn it. Oh. Um, Embarrassing for you. But Gina, again, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. The Pocket Report, arguably the best source of news in the world? Yeah, I would say. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want people to rely on it, but I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> Well, hey, that's where I get all my news from, and I'm 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 a big promoter of I, so I appreciate oh you God. spouting the good word, <laughs> and I can know that I works. Yeah, and there's microchips in it. Yeah. Oh well, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I, this is okay. If I can be like cyborg, I think I'm on <laughs> I'm on board now. Thoughts, Erica, on I. I would love to not talk about I ever this... again in my life. Thank you. Is this my episode to edit? Yeah. Stop saying it. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Gina, can we get a nice, nice hard eye on the ivermectin? Ivermectin. Perfect. Christian's upset. Okay. It <laughs> leads to male infertility, but then we'll stop talking about it after I put that oh, in. We will, we will cut to that after every time okay. we've said it. <laughs> we have a running bit that whenever I say the I word, Christian bleeps it. Oh. <laughs> it's, I don't know if he, at this point, I know it's a bit, but it's like he only does it on the episodes I edit. I don't know. How he's got it planned out so well. So, you know, would you call yourself a judgy person? Yeah. Okay. Per Amazing. I would, yeah. That's wonderful. You'll fit right in here. <laughs> I don't I know think, what we would I have think... done if you said no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would have done. I also think, like, judgmental people are, in our day and age, like, I think that is survival of the fittest. Like, who is more judgmental and who's more accurately judgmental is, like, who survives. Okay. So I view judgmental as, like, an evolutionarily advantageous thing. Right. I like that. That's such a deeper take than we've we ever should... had on this podcast. <laughs> we should add that to our bio. Evolution. Will... Yeah. <laughs> that will be getting added to the Final bio. frontier of human evolution. <laughs> I like that. Perfect. Well, yes, as Erica, it would be very upsetting if we brought someone on and they were... No, I don't judge people at all. I actually <laughs> am trying to lose my gene pool to, to the ages. It's so awkward. But it's a good thing that you are judgmental because on this podcast, we read stories that we find on the internet and we laugh at them and we judge the people in them. And sometimes Christian reads them. I'm the reader. And I just want to say, Gina, I took your stupid bitch master class. So if I do, <laughs> if I fuck up at all reading out loud, it's all on you. <laughs> this one's titled, 
Am I the asshole for drinking absinthe at a job interview? Oh boy. Hmm. Okay. Sometimes, hey, sometimes you gotta do what it takes. What's the job? <laughs> Great question. I don't know that, if I ever go into it. Yeah. Uh, I, what are my weaknesses? Probably that I'm sometimes absinthe-minded. Stop. Takes a takes oh a my drink. God. Boo. <laughs> Fired immediately. <laughs> I don't know why you're embarrassing us in front of our guests. <laughs> Okay, so I know the title sounds bad, but bear with me. I had my reasons. <laughs> I, 22 male, have been really struggling to find a job since I graduated this summer. I'm searching in a highly competitive field. Think finance. And yesterday was the first time I interviewed somewhere. I took a small shot of absinthe when I woke up just to settle my nerves a little. Well, side note here for us. My grandpa was uh, Czech origin, and he loved absinthe. He, he even used to brew it himself. And my final birthday present from him was a novel 200 milliliter bottle that he brought from his homeland. Question. Um, I, a couple questions. First of all, <laughs> when we're thinking finance, literally what else are we supposed to think? Like that's, that's the field. <laughs> okay, second question. Um, I don't think you brew absinthe. I think it's distilled, isn't it? Uh, you're making a very good point here. It is. Okay, go on. I know less than nothing about absinthe. Same. Except for that it's distilled and not brewed. Go on. Well, unfortunately, my grandpa passed away a few weeks ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. So I decided to pour one out for him to ensure good luck at my interview. However, by the time I was sitting in the company's waiting room, the effects had completely worn off. And I started to feel the nerves again. The pressure of the interview stage was getting to me after months of writing applications. So I decided to sneak off to the toilets to take a couple of pre-interview shots to calm my nerves. A couple? <laughs> so he brought it with him. He yep. knew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just in case. To have his grandfather's spirit. He was but, expecting yeah. traffic. The interview that followed actually went really well. I had great cre- chemistry with the interviewer, and we were laughing and flirting, etc. Flirting? Uh, hey, oh, God. no. You're done. Immediately, no. <laughs> You shouldn't be flirting with your interviewer, right? Oh, jeez. Mm. Yeah. It's a competitive field. Maybe maybe you, you got to do what it is takes. Is it the porn industry? Finance. Is that, is yeah. that what they meant by finance? Mm. It's it's t- it's censored? Mm. They're an accountant? <laughs> yeah, it was think finance, but it was actually sex work. Okay. It yeah. was All a, right. It was, a, it was a, a ruse, a distraction. Okay. Now I'm on. If that's the case, I'm more on board with the drinking and the flirting. I was going to say, there's several, you know, like if the job interview was at an absinthe distillery or brewery or whatever that ends up being, then then I don't think he'd be the asshole. And that may, like, porn may be the only other industry <laughs> where there might be an exception. <laughs> the big two absinthe and porn. Yeah. Yep. The problem came when I very stupidly decided to sneak another shot just for good luck before the final interview with the CEO. Sadly, she emerged from her office precisely as I was a mid-gulp. Oh, jeez. Ballsy to do it inside the room where you're doing the interview. You got away with it the first time in the bathroom, but... Yeah, rule three. (laughs) (laughs) She looked horrified and told me to leave the building. Rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Not very flirty of her. (laughs) 
she didn't have a chance yet. She should have really like rolled with it. Like, hey, can I have one? Also, get the fuck out of here, Joshua. Like, you didn't let him it. finish. She said, "Get out of the building and meet me in my car." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's my hotel key. Don't say anything. I tried to explain to her about my anxiety and then how I was simply medicating, uh, medicating it. But she wouldn't listen and called security to take me away. Yeah, I don't like that you're going to say that it's medicating. He just needed to take the edge off, mm. all right? Doctor's orders. Afterwards, I sent the company an apology email and asked for another chance. But they've yet to reply. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mother thinks I'm an asshole for drinking at all and called me an alcoholic. She doesn't really understand alcohol, though. She thinks it's distilled or whatever the fuck. It's brewed. <laughs> but my brother doesn't see the issue as long as I wasn't drunk when it happened. So Reddit, who's the asshole here? Me for drinking before a job interview? Or the CEO lady for not listening and calling security on me? Who's the asshole? Me for taking at this point three shots before a job interview? Or some CEO woman like trying to heed basic hr policies honestly <laughs> if you're gonna drink in an interview how is your potential future employer gonna expect you not to drink on the job yeah like that's... especially if you describe it as like medicating for exactly anxiety. like if like the first job application question is like how do you handle stressful situations oh, and you just answered it before <laughs> yeah, 9 a.m yeah. Well, a quick aside, uh, before I answer your question, my grandpa was a big <laughs> absent drinker. <laughs> it's a big red flag. I'm glad she kicked him out. Suit sucks. I love the qualifying also, did language. did he drive there? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great question. Hopefully not. I love the qualifiers, like... too, on, like, the, or the CEO lady or whatever. <laughs> that, yeah. that would be your boss. Put some respect on her name. It's not, like, just some CEO lady. I also love that he's gaslighting and mansplaining his mother. You don't know what alcohol is. <laughs> what? You've never tried absinthe, Mom. You wouldn't get it. Also, like, how old is the brother that he's like, my brother knows better than my mom. Like 16. Come on. <laughs> he's like, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Definitely under Dude, did you try to sneak in a fourth one on your way out? <laughs> and I don't know metric, but how much is 200 milliliters? Because that... He, like, described the bottle he was using, but... I'll Google that for you. Is that a lot of alcohol, or is that, like... No. A shot, and he's just taking... It's definitely more than a shot, but... Do you want it in ounces or cups? Uh, you know what? Or Surprise liters. Me. Surprise me. All liters. Right, we'll to... uh, it's uh, 6.7 fluid ounces, so that's about... Half a three, oh, seven yeah. Shots. Three shots, right? What do you mean? Isn't a Isn't... shot one ounce? 1.5. Ah. Hey, none of us know alcohol. If this is hold on, let me see if I can find it. I'm just okay. This is 20 ounces. <laughs> okay. Okay, so it's a lot. So if we're at 6.7, yeah. So <laughs> half less than half of a vitamin water, but that's a lot yeah. to take with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, any amount. I mean, I guess that's like a flask, flask size. Yeah. But how much was? I mean, it doesn't matter how much he was drinking because <laughs> he brought a flask to a job interview, but. <laughs> And he almost got away with it, too, if it weren't for that damn meddling CEO. Well, I, the real problem comes Walking that he Walking into her own office. Yeah. <laughs> During a job interview, what the hell? He was enjoying it. He was, like, he was living up to his grandpa's expectations. He was really taking in the absence. Instead of taking a quick swig, like he should have been doing it quick and putting it away, he's really giving it a sniff. 
swishing it around, getting the full flavor profile, getting going the mouthfeel, the tannins. Yeah, and that, the mouth that's feel? where the problem came. Okay, as long also, as it wasn't even a situation of like they smelled it on his breath, mm-hmm. which I feel like after three is actually. I, I mean, I have no idea how it smells, but usually you can smell it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even that. It wasn't even like someone not giving him the benefit of the doubt. It was just someone like. <laughs> It's like that. Like it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like yes, it was. I saw you. <laughs> there's a whole song about it. We know. <laughs> All right. Well, here's my next story, and I think we got a new subreddit for us. Uh oh. Here we go. And after after reading that last one about this botched interview, it made me realize I fucking hate the workforce. Okay. So I found a I found a post from r slash anti work. This this is the hot new talk of the town is r slash anti work, mm. and we're, we're all feeling it. We all hate, we all hate the capitalist machine we live in. I just deleted thousands of hours of work from my old job. Nice, respect. How you do gotta you respect it. Delete it. I guess a programmer or something. Think finance. About three years ago, I used to work <laughs> as a videographer, doing, oh. doing social media content for a seven figure company. I was paid roughly just better than minimum wage and was cranking it out at one point, about 50 videos a day. Jeez. I was freelancing and was on a loose contract because I was just so desperate for the money. It was an insane amount of work, and however I managed to do it for six months is beyond me, especially for how shitty I was paid to do it. The office was an incredibly bitter and snide place, and it was clear that management was purposely stir shit to watch the staff fight as a form of entertainment gotta love it as most workplaces do Mm -hmm. i kept well away from it but it was incredibly stressful on top of video work and after about six months i pitched to the higher-ups that my videos are making an insanely positive difference to their sales i showed them graphs of interactions and direct links to sales on the website via my content and asked for a pay raise I compared my ideal salary to others in the industry and made a big deal about how it would still be less than I should be getting paid. However, I still wanted to continue working for them. I was fired hours later for, (laughs) and I shit you not, not pulling my weight around, as well as not having the desired effect they wanted on social media. I was fuming, and I'm now unemployed. I struggled for months to find any job. Today... Years later, while browsing a very old Google Drive account, I found that said company was still using a folder I created and owned. They're mostly active in the files containing templates, uh, adjustment layers, presets, and even videos that I created. Over 18 people are actively using it daily to continue their social media campaigns. This was a cloud service that I was paying monthly for as I wanted extra space for my work. This is my drive in my work. I own it, so I copied the files as a local version for myself and then deleted all the online versions. Tomorrow they will wake up with none of their video assets, (laughs) including things that they were currently working on. Fuck them. Hell yeah. 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 Tepid applause. Way to go, guy. Thank you for giving us a worker that we can, like, root for. (laughs) Right? I do enjoy the, like, it's a seven-figure company. It's like that's. What does that mean? Isn't that just like a million? Yeah, that was my first like. <laughs> it's like, did he it's drink like, like one the... to nine million? Yeah, that's that's not <laughs> that <much>. like... 
<laughs> like he drank the work Kool-Aid of like his boss being like, this is a seven figure company. You have to work hard. It's like, <laughs> nah. they said it was a seven figure company. Nah, fuck you. Goodbye. If he's, if he's demanding, like, let's say the work he's workload, he's producing, he's probably demanding over six figures. That's like, if this is a seven figure company, that's like a significant percentage of, of the value of the company there. Well, I don't know. I do wonder but how much work he's like. Yeah, if I'm my familiarity of those tech contracting jobs, he could easily be looking at like like 40k a year. That's it, really. Yeah, some of them they just get. Yeah, because they won't. They don't. They don't hire them. They just contract them, so they right. don't pay benefits. And so then they just like scoot them on these like three month contracts. I may know who wrote this. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. I'm thinking about it. I like. This brings several people to mind. Here I go. You know what? I would love. You just reach out to all of them later. If you get Maybe an update, yeah, I'll text you get an let update. us know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my only concern with this story is I don't know if, like, cause isn't it like if, if you create IP while working for a company, isn't, I mean, it depends on your contract, I guess, but wouldn't that technically be the, the workplace's IP? Uh, there's a chance. Didn't that happen to Andrew? Yeah. Yeah, that happened to a friend of ours. I was like a programmer that wrote a big program for whatever company he's working for. And then he was like, Okay, well I want like a bonus for making this for you guys and they're just like, Ah no, actually you can leave and they fired him. That's crazy. And they, kept, <laughs> they still and used... they kept it. Did Andrew write this? Hey. <laughs> you like oh, just man. changed a couple uh, details? Hit him up. I doubt it. <laughs> no, that's he wasn't a video videographer, but it's also bold, uh I feel like they just admitted to committing a big crime that's I hope what i don't saying. have other things posted on their reddit <laughs> like i feel like that i mean again kudos like fuck that company but especially seven figure companies are the ones ruining the world uh <laughs> but well, i wouldn't put a, a online trail of what i did <laughs> yeah now i'm now i'm reading it out loud i'm well maybe i just ruined this guy's life sorry guy <laughs> if it was your friend tell him i'm sorry <laughs> Give him my condolences. I, I, the only, because um, I know like in academia, if you create works or studies with the institution's resources, then they can frequently own some of it. Yeah. But it being on his own hard drive, right. theoretically, if it was made like with his own technology, I, I really don't know. Um, and my only critique is that he did miss the opportunity to just like if there are templates that they're using to like mess with it mm. and so they would still be using them in like a way that would somehow like malfunction or say something like wildly inappropriate like that's done... my only <laughs> you could have done a long time only... yeah yeah I, I actually just saw a thing like a couple days ago where it's pretty common for people who do work like this to take like an image and put it on like four percent opacity over the thing and it's just like a picture of like uh um danny devito holding an egg right like from like always sunny and that way they it's like a little inside joke for people who make like so like gatorade will post an image and if you look for it if you know where to look they'll just be like an insane picture on it like this guy could have done yeah shit like that i i just heard about that too there's no way we listen to the same podcast there's no talked way. about it. absolutely no way <laughs> it was the judges podcast i love that for computer nerds but yeah. they have just this little thing <laughs> yeah, the little thing that makes you happy gets you by on the day-to-day -day. yeah under capitalism yeah <laughs> have you have you heard about the and the anti-work like mm -hmm. uprising recently the subreddit specifically 
I, ha- I, don't, the, I actually well, haven't heard about it. There's also like the, the Great Resignation is yeah. like a, mm-hmm. a, a theory, an event. I don't know that people are, um, there's just now a lot of things coming out about it. I think that uh, capitalism finally, like capitalism too close to the sun. And now people like <laughs> don't so much care if they live or die mm-hmm. because yeah. conditions are so bad. So mm-hmm. they're just quitting. <laughs> exactly that's what it feels like those damn gen zers well what's what's really funny because like the big the big meme on like anti-work the subreddit is like like i'll see it in like r slash nfl when i'm like going through there and there'll be people like yeah it's just a bunch of lazy assholes demanding it's like then you read a story like this and it's like how can you not be on that guy's side yeah mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. can you not support that as like a person people aren't tolerating like bullshit treatment anymore yeah you're not going to demand things of me and not compensate me for my time or my effort. Yeah. I appreciate it. Seeing... The... Oh, go on. Oh, sorry. I was, we also, we just have the transparency that we've never had before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, like, I, I would say it's, uh, it's more of like a, an information thing than like even a like entitlement thing. Like, I right. think everybody would be pretty pissed if they knew what, mm-hmm. like if, the, if everyone's grandparents had Google and like <laughs> resources to track people's, like CEOs income and stuff. Yeah. And I think that we'd already be revolting. And then yep. we did that. Mm-hmm. What the French Revolution sure. was about. We've been doing that for centuries. I I do like seeing like I've been I guess maybe I have been seeing anti work posts, but it's like talking about like Gen Zers and like high schoolers that have like part time jobs and they're just like will not put up with any bullshit because they know there's mm-hmm. so many jobs available right yeah. now to where it's like you said I could have this day off. But you're making me work it, so uh, I'm quitting today. It's like not giving two weeks. Yeah, I love it. And... I love seeing it. Yeah, I wish I could have done that. I I just saw a post yesterday on, I think it's like r slash personal finance, and it was like it was this person. They're like, I'm 18. <laughs> um, I I'm just now getting my first full time job, but I've got twenty thousand dollars saved up. Uh, tell me where to put it in like Roth IRAs and stuff. And it's like that's so sad. Like their future is gonna be good because mm-hmm. they were able to do that but it's so sad that like 18 their mind is already thinking about i have to figure out a way to make sure that i can live past 65 comfortably Mm -hmm. like i know i'm gonna be exploited so i need to set myself up it's like just let an 18 year old spend the 20k they earn (laughs) also shout out to them for even knowing what a rough area is and knowing that it's a good idea for everybody now Mm because people are not not hiring people for you know thirty years. I right. still don't know what that is, but I have a pension, so it doesn't matter. Oh, Miss Pension over here. I know, oh. like, so old. Miss Government Worker. <laughs> Mrs. Government Worker. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get one more story before this break. We're going back to Am I the asshole? Woo. <laughs> Am I the asshole for refusing to babysit our daughter? This is a short know. story, Christian. Yeah. Is it tight? Is it juicy? <laughs> it's. I mean, we're going to hate the dude. I love it. Spoiler alert. I love it already. Spoiler alert. Yeah, if it's your daughter, it's not not babysitting anymore. (laughs) Am I the asshole for wanting to not having to be a parent? You're like not committing a felony by (laughs) (laughs) neglect. I, 29 male, bought my wife, 25 female, two tickets to visit her grandma in Italy next week. The other ticket was for our four-year-old daughter, since I assumed she'd be taking her. She says she wants a break from her kids on her vacation, or from kids on her vacation. And I told her that that was unfortunate since there's no way our daughter can't not go with her. Because I have to work and 
don't want to take time off to babysit our daughter for the entire week. <laughs> I suggested that maybe we have someone else watch her, but we don't know anyone that lives close by who'd be willing to watch her for a week. I love my daughter, but I don't want to take a week off to babysit her. Uh, a little bit more additional information here. I bought the tickets for her birthday, and my wife's a stay-at-home mother. I don't know why that was needed, but... <laughs> well, I was going to say just send the kid to daycare like normal people do, I guess. But if stay-at-home She's... mom, they don't have... They probably don't need yeah. daycare at all. That makes sense. Yeah. I love the... I, I'm big proponent, personal proponent of the phrase, I love my wife, or I love my daughter, but... But... <laughs> but... <laughs> Yep. Uh, just because, I, 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 like, we should. I don't know. Have her grandma look after the daughter. Oh wait, she's in Italy. Take her with you then. <laughs> Very first comment is, it is just saying, it's your daughter. It's not babysitting. Which correct. Should be the correct take. Yeah. I also i I get what he's saying though. Like, not being able to take off work to provide childcare. Yeah, but also you should have thought about that before you were trying to send. Also, just well, yeah, he should have thought of it before because I don't know, like traveling with kids is really hard. Traveling internationally Mm -hmm. is very difficult. Also, like that would be such a waste of a trip to Italy for like a four year old (laughs) that doesn't have like formative memory yet. (laughs) (laughs) And during a pandemic, so you know, there's even more like red tape behind it. Yeah, and then you throw in like, how did he? How is there such little communication? He just like bought an extra plane ticket just because he thought like did he not corroborate with his wife of like i'm buying two tickets right no clearly not (laughs) like if you've got the cash to just throw away on it without even considering like ah yeah it's like an extra 600 bucks round trip it's fine it also the so okay he she's a stay-at-home mom he cannot take off of work so i feel like in that he agrees with himself that his only ability to work relies on his wife taking care of the child. So it's still like a split income household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great point. This dude sucks. And I, I don't know. If he, <laughs> I don't know if he edited his post or if it was in the comments somewhere, but I can't find it. But somewhere he was saying like, well, I was planning on like getting him some alone time after work. And it's like, Oh, so it's not even on top of, I, I have to work. I can't babysit. It's also like, well, I wanted my alone time while you guys were gone. That really just translates to that man is spoiled. His yeah. wife spoils him. I'm trying to find the comment, but what if his dick. daughter finds this when she's like like mm-hmm. fifteen? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be devastating for her. I feel so bad. Yeah, because she's like, I could have went on a trip to Italy, and my mom didn't let me go. What the <laughs> hell, mom? Also, that like her, her dad didn't want to spend like two hours after work with her either. Yeah. <laughs> Why did Maggie... like she's got, she's got like argument ammo for years. Uh-huh. For sure. Dad, can I get a candy bar at the store? No, honey. Well, you didn't take me to Italy <laughs> that one time, <laughs> or you didn't want want to spend time with your daughter. You would rather send me to Italy than get alone time <laughs> at night. I can confirm, though, the type of dad that doesn't want to do that is also the type of dad that doesn't give a shit about your guilt trip. Mm. So, yeah, that's a good point. Can confirm from personal experience. I'm thinking maybe, and this might be me jumping like a little bit too much of an assumption here, 
Maybe the wife is going to Italy and not coming back. Oh, uh, Ooh. I don't know. If Just ditching the, the kid, ditching the husband. I mean, good for her, but like, I don't know if she'd do it. I don't. Is it a good for her if she's ditching her own child? <laughs> yeah. Well. That's like under the Tuscan sun plus a four year old. Yeah. <laughs> ready for a break, Christian? Yeah, I'm ready for a break. Okay, okay cool. well, we're going to hit a quick break with 5,000 ads here. Bye. Bye. We're going to be a seven-figure company when we get back. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back from the break. Guys, December 1st, we're recording this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we all know what happens on December 1st. Every year. The gods at Spotify decided to give us a little bit of analytics as little we're little rats just feeding on the bits that is spotify rap mm-hmm. so for this circle jerge circle jerge we're gonna be judging each other's spotify wrapped end of year playlists and such i feel like mine's not that exciting yeah but i mean it's gonna be embarrassing for us to hear about it me yeah <laughs> Let's go first on this. Um, I'll go first just because it's been known on this podcast. I am not a music listener. Mm-hmm. This year, the year of our Lord 2021, I've pretty much sworn off music that's not ska. Um, okay. And even that is like very, very few and far between. It's, you're not picking it up very often, huh? No, I, I put it down, put it down, put it down, put it down, put it down. Uh, Boo. However, starts out by saying if you're life was a movie here's your three songs mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. the opening credits theme is wellerman by the longest johns okay that's already embarrassing for you i don't know what that is it's the wellerman yeah. song that was oh. big on tiktok oh, oh it's the tiktok the one okay all right so you're lame got it well How? that's because i did a parody of it and i had to listen to it to like <laughs> get inspo sure. sure yeah and then the next one is a uh, workout playlist um mistakes like fractures by Knocked Loose. Okay, you don't even like that song. I'm the only one that likes that song. Yeah, you added that to the playlist. And then the song playing as I face off against my rival dance crew is uh, Jewels by Anderson Pac, which I've listened to like thrice. So I think they just picked it because it was hip hop. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I do feel like that whole situation was very weird for me also, where it's like, this does not fit at all. Are they just going off like tempo or like, is it tagged as like chill beat? And that's like, that'd be a good ending song. Chill beat, you could have a dance party too. I mean, mine does work out good because the very first song on my list is the opening song and it's called Equip Sunglasses. So that works for me. That's cool. It's cool like me. Well, what's upsetting, and I don't know uh, your exact music taste, Gina, but they have very, very like, I don't know, good music taste. Like, they they listen to like small little indie bands, you know, around like local bands, non-local bands. And I'm just like, I'll just listen to Superman by Goldfinger 50 <laughs> times on repeat. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> But that one makes sense. That's probably the greatest song ever written. Yeah, well. Gina can attest to that. <laughs> oh, you don't think Superman by Goldfinger oh is the greatest song ever produced I, I do not know what song that is i cannot you if play, you sing a little bit of it uh you ever play uh tony hawk's pro skater no i'm sorry um well <laughs> embarrassing wow um i can't even i'm so flustered i can't even get it to the top of my head right now um it's ska obviously. 
So here I am, doing everything I can, going on for what I am, pretending I'm a Superman. No, nothing. It is, it is a great song. All right. Well, <laughs> there we go. There's your uh, recommendation for the week. Go listen to Superman by. <laughs> Don't listen to the 2020 COVID version or whatever came out. That version's bad. You guys want to know my when? movie stuff? No. Okay. Yeah. I love Thank you, Gina. <laughs> my opening credits theme was August by Flip Turn. Great song. My uh, dance off was uh, Get Into It by Doja Cat. Okay. Yeah. We can respect that one. And my uh, the song that plays while I proclaim my love in the rain was Juliet by Cave Town. Those all sound a lot better than Wellerman. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> that one is very embarrassing for you. Yeah, I think the only ones we're judging here are going to be yours. That's fine. Do you remember your aura, Gina? Your audio aura? Yeah, so my audio aura was um, yearning. Just yearning. What it was yearning was it? and like something else. Um, it was like, it was like purple, and like a lighter, like a violet. Did I look? Can you see that? Yeah, I feel like I I didn't get like the that's like the purple, and then I feel like I had like a more like a lighter mauve. I didn't get the blue. Okay, yeah, because mine are yearning and energy. So is that good? Is I don't it, know. <laughs> I don't know what Energy means. seems better than yearning. Yeah. Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> what does yeah? What does yearning look like as a music? <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Apparently, the deep focus Spotify playlist is very yearning. Extremely yearning. <laughs> You're yearning for knowledge, for yeah, for information. Oh boy, Christian, what was yours? My aura was angst and bold that's really oh God, embarrassing that's so man. funny angst yeah it's You're the least yeah. angsty person i know this would be cool <laughs> if i was 17 but i'm 28 <laughs> boldly angst yeah uh that's really embarrassing for you mine is bold and angst oh so, weird that's awkward. <laughs> literally opposite so i have more bold and you have more angst you know what that's funny i believe that like if i'm looking at our personal lives that makes sense uh I got I got a cool one here for us. Okay, um, okay. You guys want to know what Real Craft Mayo's aura was? The brand Real Craft Mayo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They did a cool uh, tweet here, and uh, their music moods are velvety and smooth. And so they, they just, made that shit up. Yeah, and then they just put a picture of yeah. mayonnaise instead of the color. They just did a picture of mayonnaise, and it's really fucking gross. So keep it up, Craft. <laughs> Brands just have to ruin everything. I feel like uh, Wendy's Twitter took the same direction as like a Jennifer Lawrence kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. it like hit and then announced the blueprint for like. It, it is. <laughs> so I was looking for, <laughs> for what, stupid like, not company. I knew companies were going to eat this shit up and try to fucking spin it. And I was like, Wendy's has to have something. And I don't know if someone needs to do like a health check on Wendy's, but they haven't tweeted since like. November 18th or something weird. It was <laughs> it was like way too long for them to not have tweeted. Wendy's Twitter person, are you okay? It's a, I mean, back in like, back in I want to say uh, like 2017 or 2018, that was like a 12 person team. Really? So, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Um, right. And so I, at least, I rest easy that it's not one person. Mm. <laughs> it's they either something else fired. happening. 
or it's like a 12 person health check (laughs) (laughs) josh this is what made me want to talk about this whole thing what's your uh number one listen to song of the year well my number one listen to artist which i think is more important my top artist was bo burnham which of course and i might be in the top three percent of listeners to bo burnham which is embarrassing because a lot of people a listen lot to him of people this year. Listen. And I, I was going to craft a tweet. I was thinking today, I was like, I'm going to team up with all the other people who are in the top 3% of Bo Burnham listeners, and we're going to call ourselves the three percenters. Oh, jeez. Now, I didn't want to, obviously, the joke is on the alt-right militia group, the three percenters, but I, didn't, I was like, ah, is that going to oh. get lost in translation <laughs> yes, here? Yes, it will. I don't want to be associated yeah. with that. <laughs> so against all, against what I thought would be a semi-decent tweet, I decided to go against it. Good call. Very good call. Um, and I also need to extend the health and wellness check onto you. <laughs> yeah. The fact that Bo Burnham is your number one listen to artist. Um, is everything okay, man? It's going all right. You know. Is it actually going all right? It's fine. It feels like there's something <laughs> underneath that fine, but it's okay. Three percent's not as bad. Yeah. Okay. Like three. Like I was in Muna's top. 0.05 percent and that's, i had people like texting me like <laughs> that's <laughs> what's happening impressive. okay that makes me feel better because i am uh, wallows is my top artist oh. um and i was in their top 0.1 percent of listeners okay so that makes me feel better that you were 0.05 see i yeah, thought i was 0.05. doing good is the 0.05 do you think the other 0.05 of muna is just the band or like the band's moms like <laughs> <laughs> i don't I don't know, and like I, I feel like Muna's like a large yeah, band. They're, they're not so like small, yeah. Especially this year, so um, I'm not sure if that makes that better or worse. That's literally it's how I feel about Wallows. Very impressive that you got into point. Like how five. many point? Re- like how many of us are there? Mm-hmm. Is there 400 or is there like 36? <laughs> it, it's a seven-figure group. <laughs> yes <laughs> group. Well, that's why i feel like my three percent on bo burnham is so bad because like how many fucking cringy ass white kids are listening to bo burnham and i'm over here beating it's them all you. out <laughs> it's like you and four other people well it was you and all the the people who like wrote the extensive articles about it in the beginning that it was great and mm-hmm. then two weeks later that it wasn't great mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just like go back and forth doing it that. was there was some oscillation going on. They were right? trying to Between match whatever the general vibe was of, of the special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people hate it now. Quick, re- redact, redact, redact. New op-ed. Yeah, yeah. So what were your it other top artists? Mine were all workout artists. So um, it was Bo Burnham and then Bullet for My Valentine, Avenged Sevenfold, System of a Down. But Idols was on there. And listen, Idols is actually a really good band. Yeah. That's the only one that I listen to outside of working out. Yeah, is Idols. My top artists were Wallows, then Fleet Foxes, Modest Mouse, Chevelle, and Hippocampus. You fucking stoner. I guess. Fleet, <laughs> listen, Fleet Foxes put out a new album this summer, and it was phenomenal. And I listened to that shit on repeat. I'm surprised they're not my number one this year for how much I listened to that album. Mine's basically all Midwest emo. Um, Heart to Gold, Just Friends, Hospital Bracelets, and Mom Jeans. And then I have Tool on there. And I listen to Tool like one week out of a year when I get 
existential dread i'll listen to them but all their songs are like fucking 18 minutes long <laughs> it's like one and play just, is like six plays for yeah, a normal and it, song <laughs> it just fucks up my spotify wrapped like three years in a row it's just fucked and it's like i literally listened to this for a week when i'm like the world's ending everything's bad i'm just gonna fucking listen to this and wallow in my depression and then i get over it and i never listen to it for the rest of the year and every time it's on my fucking Top four, top five plays, and it's like, wow. I think you listen to it more than you think you do. I would never. I think you cycle through like <laughs> every couple of months instead of once a year. I do not talk in hyperbole, Eric. I only listen okay. to it once a year. Ooh. Oh, we lost video. Go on you. There you go. Oh, 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 is it back? Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, that's did, fine. <laughs> did you, uh, Gina? Did you have a top podcast of the year? Yeah, no pressure. I did. It's oh. <laughs> so I am. Um, this is now. I feel bad about saying this, but yes, I did have a top podcast. Have you guys ever listened to "You're Wrong About"? Mm-mm. It is as someone who's very um, into the crosshairs of like history and how history was interpreted. "You're Wrong About" is such a fun podcast. It just goes back and takes a look at what we got wrong from various cultural and historic events. Um, Examples are range from, uh, you know, the story of Anastasia, the DC sniper, um, the like Enron, these various historical events that were just like grossly misinterpreted through, through media. Um, And I, yes, it's a very fascinating series, especially, like talking to my parents and older people who actually lived through these things and Mm. then telling them like what I've learned about them and how hard it, how much resistance there is to uh, accepting like the hard facts that we have now. Um, Really, yeah, really shocking what the media can do with historic events. The the DC Sniper one, it's a three-part series. It's pretty dense, but it will just like turn your, turn your whole head around and behind every like, Behind every serial killer and or like national tragedy is usually just like an incredibly incompetent either police department or yeah, like yeah. FBI, CIA. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm working on, um, I'm in the middle of like a, a screenplay about the Cuban Missile Crisis. And mm. even that, the information that we have now versus the information that we have then versus the like books that were written from firsthand accounts that like contradict each other. Mm. There's, it's just funny how like, um, how like, how grossly incompetent, like <laughs> so many people in power are. Yeah. Yep. It, it makes you realize that yeah, we're mean, just all bumbling idiots. We all remember the last four years. Um, I just, I just saw it kind of tying into the Cuban missile thing a little bit um, with like how much McCarthyism and like red scare there was surrounding like mm-hmm. post-World War II. There's uh, data of people being polled like every couple of years or so on who they thought won World War II or like who like was the driving force behind it. And post-World War II, it was like 70% Russia or USSR. And now it's to, to, to like 70% USA, like worldwide. Not even like, that's not even like America. It's just straight up red scare, like anti-communism, like stuff like that, where we've just like, no, like America won by by killing Japan, innocent Japanese citizens, duh. Like, that's why we won. It's very interesting, like, hearing how, like, yeah, like you're saying, like, media is just like, just no, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. 
before we get off this, let's just I want to go over a couple quick company Spotify raps that are really cool. I'm so down. Uh, this one comes from the Heinz Company, <laughs> and if you go to your Spotify rap and one page, there's two truths and a lie, mm-hmm. and this is theirs. You can't use ketchup to make a cake. Ketchup belongs on a hot dog, and scrambled eggs taste great with ketchup. I guess it's the you know, cake one. Which Do means they... you can make a cake with ketchup, which is fucking gross, and Heinz, you shouldn't be putting that out into the world. That's the lie, Christian. That's the lie. But there, it was a double negative. You can't use ketchup to make a cake. Oh. Since it's a lie, you can use ketchup to make a cake. Fucking gross. Oh, I missed that. Can I have I, a chup cake for my birthday, I please? I fucking hate you, Heinz. Uh, no. <laughs> I thought you were about to say I fucking hate you, honey, and I was like, <laughs> oh my god. Heinz doesn't make honey. Do they? Nah, they no. probably do. <laughs> I was like, are they a big five? No idea. <laughs> Here's another one from Stella Artois. This is their top five for the year, and it's just different sizes of, uh, like, it's a 24-pack, a 12-pack, a 6-pack, a single bottle. That's their top five for the year, which makes no sense because they have five different brands. <laughs> and they just beer. picked base Stella Artois. They did the same five. beer five times in five different packages instead of using the marketing to show the five brands they have. This was that one guy's little brother who was 16 that was like, yeah, I love Stella Artois. Stella from <laughs> yeah. a bottle. Stella from a can. <laughs> I like drinking 24 of them. I like drinking six. And this is the last one. I don't know who Webflow is. They're a company that I'm assuming does website uh, like creation. But they did a just fucking shittiest job. Josh, you could should apply here because it's just bad puns. <laughs> They're top artists for the year. Little Nas Hex. Oh no! Notorious oh, RGB. No. Mm-hmm. Do a oh. pixel. <laughs> Do a pixel. Very a big, very big leap on that one. That was very big leapa. Nice. That's Thank what you. I, Thank I, you. I, I definitely meant. That fuck. You're welcome. Jay Z index. What? You know, like a Z index? You don't know about Z indexes? No. I don't think many people do. <laughs> I don't think that. They're really overestimating the <laughs> intelligence of the general population. And then, Good for them, though. <laughs> yeah, hey, th- they're niche and they're sticking to their market. They're not trying to <laughs> yeah. extend their brand at all. And then here's their top genre for the year. Dark mode, which we can all appreciate <laughs> that one, right? That's that's fair, yeah. I love, it was 1.4 million minutes listened as well. Yeah. Abs- uh, an absolutely absurd amount of minutes. Mine was like 89,000 minutes. <laughs> That's like seven figure minutes. All right. All right. Let's get out of here, Christian. Let's get into the listener submitted story. Now, Gina, if you're not aware, we play sounds that we get submitted from listeners before our listener submissions. And a lot of them suck. I'm going to, I'm not going to oh sugarcoat God. it. I'm not going to put ketchup on it. It's, they just kind of suck. We, He's so rude to our listeners. We love you taking the time to send it to us, but maybe just. A little more time. Listen, I'm just, you guys are over there farming the parasocials. I'm just trying to keep them at arm's reach and saying that your sounds suck. However, this one's very good. So thank you for sending this in. Okay. I've been practicing this for a few years now. I think I'm ready. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for 
Thank you for the submission. That was a great noise. What? Yeah, it was a good noise. Well, we won't say great. It got the Gina approval. It got the clap. I love a good I wooga wooga. <laughs> Cartoon noise, clean your eyeballs, jaw hits the floor. You got to love it. But here's our listener submission. Am I the asshole? 26 female and my roommate's 32 male and 22 female and two-year-old male have been living with together for a little over a year now. We've been renting a two-bedroom apartment and splitting it two ways. That but, doesn't seem fair. Well, I think one's <laughs> like a family and then her. So they're it's, splitting it's the, the re- rent between the family and then her? That's yeah, not know, fair. Yeah, that is unfair, huh? That's not fair. Yeah, because you're, you're sharing a bathroom I, is the thing. And I don't like two-year-old two male. I think yeah. that's a weird way to describe a baby. <laughs> and a baby, yeah. Our lease is up October 31st. And I talked with my mother, and she agreed uh, two months before our lease was up that we can move into her house. With this agreement of moving in with my mother, I set some boundaries that we cannot be leaving plates of food out and dirty dishes in the sink. Oh, she's taking the family with her? Yep, they're all moving in with her mom. Oh. Okay. All right, they must like the kid. Um, We set these boundaries. This has been an issue since the baby moved in where I feel like I've been cleaning up after them. They've taken over the living room, leaving me only to my room in the backyard. I went out of town for three days for my anniversary trip with, with my significant others. Or... On which my significant other proposed. Congratulations. Congratulations, listener. Upon my arrival home, I came home to to dirty dishes on the table, along with dishes filled with food. The dishes in the sink have mold on them and rotting food on them. Nice. After three days? (laughs) We don't speak in a hyperbole on this podcast. I go to my bedroom to see three of my pins in my dog's 30-gallon water bowl rusted when bringing this up to my female roommate again after only three days okay go on pins or pens pin she has three of my buttons slash pins okay like okay uh i bring this up to my female roommate and she says that she doesn't watch her son for most of the day but my male roommate is a stay-at-home dad and that she was working 10-hour shifts the next day rolls around, and I brought up to him after dropping off my female roommate at work, to which he replied, well, nothing happened, and he's okay. Oh, like sh- like the kid's fine? I don't know or if it's the dog? kid or the dog. You know what? They're all okay. This is a very confusing story. Um, So maybe while uh, this person went out to go get, you know, engaged, engaged. Uh, her <laughs> other roommate went on a little trip to Italy. You know, like the the stay at home dad had to get out of there. No. He's like, I'm going to Italy. I'm leaving the kid with the missus. Mm-mm. My roommate's mom will look after the little tyke. You might be onto something here, Josh, because I'm currently watching the baby full time right now. <laughs> of course. And the baby's sick. This upsets me. Not only had I set expectations, but was not wanting to bring those habits into my mother's home. Mm-hmm. And two weeks before the lease is up, I told my female roommate that this just isn't going to work out. I had set expectations and nothing has changed. I hadn't seen the male roommate 
because he was sick and was staying in his room for the, the last several days. And COVID? Yeah, that's definitely what happened. That yeah, sounds like the Z word. Finally today, he asked me when we're moving into my mom's. And I just gave him a confused look. And the female roommate said he was mad that he was just now finding out about this when actually she had told him when I told her. He was angry with me because I risked putting a baby out on the street. But thank goodness he found somewhere for them to go to. I told him I set these boundaries and that they were not, or these boundaries and expectations and they were not met. I told him about the incident with the baby getting into my pins and buttons and putting them into my dog's water. To which he replied, well, you should have kept your door closed. We do have baby gates <laughs> separating the living room and the bedrooms. So am I the asshole for telling them that this just isn't going to work out two weeks before our lease is up? Did you, I guess my question is, did you tell them like, hey, if these things and these behaviors don't change, we can't do this? Because if you were just like, hey, you guys got to change, and there, there was no consequences to that, they're probably like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was probably that. I mean, two weeks regardless is a pretty short amount of time. That is a very short amount of time to find a new place <laughs> to live. I would maybe give them like a month or two. <laughs> Fair point. With a baby. That's a, it. well, yeah, there's a lot happening. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot <laughs> happening in this dynamic where I like. It was hard to I keep would say like. Yeah. Not like kicking them out would definitely be like the wrong. Like if they didn't find somewhere else to live, it would definitely be not cool to kick them out. Also, it seems unsustainable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. She, um the the mid story reveal that she's also chauffeuring. Uh-huh. Like and uh, watching the kid and full babysitting. Time. So There's a lot what's of details the, what's that the came stay up at home just... dad doing? If she's yeah. doing full-time childcare. You're sick. I was uh, sick for a long time. Okay, I guess. Mm-mm. Also, I feel like, let's say you cave and you do let them move in with you. But you say, like, all right, you've got a month to find somewhere. They're not going to find somewhere else to live. They're, they're going to they're gonna stay as long as they possibly can. Maybe, but I wouldn't put a baby on the street. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the biggest problem here is that they have a child that's, like, yeah, it's pretty yeah. But you're right. There was a lot of details that were just quickly glossed right over. Mm-hmm. If, even if she was taking care of the baby, she said the baby was sick. So why was the dad, if he's not, if also he was sick, why was he not watching the baby? Why is she watching a sick baby while he's quarantined in a room? And where's your mom at in the whole situation? Where's she sit on the fence? And what's up with splitting the rent two ways? Yeah, I got a lot of issues with this story. I, f- I feel like this is an but, everyone sucks here. Uh, yeah, everyone but the baby that is just very interested oh, in like things and water. Yeah, and <laughs> no, actually, fuck that baby. She, they put the <laughs> yeah. pins in that water. They're trying to take the dog out. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, that's not the baby. I get to swallow it. Yeah, the baby was like, "Oh, dog's name is Rusty." We'll put oh. the pins in the water. Boo. Very advanced baby. Yeah, it's actually an insanely high object permanence baby. It's a boss baby, actually. <laughs> it's, yeah, baby it's the, genius. The titular boss baby. Wait, hang on. If it's <laughs> two-year-old a two-year-old boss... male, is the weirdest. <laughs> two-year-old male. We get stories written because, like, you know, that's just the Reddit format. But like, we've yeah, had yeah. stuff where it's like people being like, 
uh, 15, uh, I, 15 year old uh, man. And it's like, mm, mm. man, you're going with man. Like, just put M because then we can say male. But 15 year old man. Um, man. Big grown up man. I'm a 15, big, 15 year old, big grown up. And I don't man. think it's wrong that my brother was drinking absinthe. No. At his job interview. <laughs> exactly. I thought it was cool. It's, it's actually pretty red. I think you probably should have got the job and a promotion right on the spot. I really look up to him, actually. You did I, it for our grandpa. I got him that flask. It was a good luck flask. Oh, that's pretty good for a 15-year-old. Well, are we out, guys? Yeah, we can be out. Cool. Well, let's see. You want to hear another story? I got all sorts of stories. I don't want to hear any more stories from your mouth, Christian. Not for three more weeks. Oh, that's so rude. Yeah, it was rude. Gina, <laughs> let them know where they can find you, where they can find your wonderful, wonderful content on the net. Yeah, you can find the Pocket Report on Twitter at the Pocket Report on TikTok at the Pocket Report and on Instagram at Pocket Report and online at thepocketreport.co, not .com because I could not get that one. <laughs> Al- almost, <laughs> so. almost ran the gambit on perfect brand. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, and if you guys want to follow us, Erica, where can they do that at? You can do that on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Patreon, YouTube, all the things. At Judgies Pod, J-U-D-G-I-E-S. Or sometimes it's the Judgies Podcast, depending on which. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you can Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Google that, it. Hey, that's what she says. That's usually what I say. Just, Just fucking Google, Google it. it. <laughs> all right. Thank you for coming on, Gina. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And until next time, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. The judges love you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.